0: with your Dean Hubbard we all have experienced the grief of 2020 COVID as well as the Wednesday January 6th Capitol Hill chaos you may feel a little unsettled in knowing the sadness of this world while yet still fighting the COVID crisis if you find yourself feeling a little fearful of what lies ahead Understanding God's word and Bible prophecy will bring light to what's going on in the world today. Knowing the solution will cancer your fear. As you know, we are living in a strange world of uncertainties. We know you have questions like millions of us do. Now you can get those questions answered. Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you long waited for. I give you talk show host, Visionary Yudine Hubbard, along with the Roundtable Bible Scholars, Apostle Alonso Curry and Dr. Annette Psy. I want you to put your hands together and help me to welcome Visionary Yudine Hubbard!
1: Welcome, and thank you for joining us today. This is the End Time Talk Show, and I'm your host, (laughs) Eudine Hubbard. We have a powerful program for you today, and we do welcome your questions, so feel free to send them to us at endtimeoutreachnetwork.org, or you may email them to us at info at org. Well, get ready to be empowered, encouraged, and inspired as our roundtable Bible scholars declare the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, God, thank you so much for your amazing grace and your tender mercies that you extend to us, your people. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to serve you and serve your people. I thank you, God, that this is the day that you've made, and we choose now to rejoice and to be exceedingly glad. We are glad about the opportunity to tell your people that it is possible for them to be delivered and set free. And we give you the praise for total victory now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you for being with us today. Now, today, our topic, we are continuing to expose Satan. And I am honored to introduce to you our roundtable. Apostle Alonzo Curry, man of God, thank you for being with us today. I'm glad
2: to be here and glad to be co-laborers and partners with uh, Dr. Annette and yourself. Amen. Amen.
1: Well, God bless advice. you. Dr. Cy, We're honored to have you with us today. Thank you for helping us to expose that devil.
0: It's a blessing to be a part. Thank you so much.
1: Well, now, the roundtable discussion today is going to be Satan's Tricks and Traps. And our reading, uh, our reader today will be Ms. Marcella Cadwell. Ms. Marcella, thank you for being with us and for being a tremendous blessing to us. As you read the, the word of the Lord, let's get started.
3: Thank you so much for having me. Second Peter, 2nd chapter 1 through 14. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of, and through covetousness shall they... With feigned words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness, to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly, And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an ensample unto those that after should live ungodly. And delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. For that righteousness man dwelling among them and seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. But chiefly, them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government. Presumptuous are they, self-willed, that they are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, bring not railing accusation against them before the Lord. But these, as natural brute beasts, made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of the things that they understood not, and shall utterly perish in their own corruption." And shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. Spots they are and blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you. Having eyes full of adultery and that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls, and, and heart they have exercised with covetous practices, cursed children. Ephesians 5 6. Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Revelation 21.8. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and the murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake with burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Jeremiah 17.9. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. Psalms 101.7. No one who practices deceit will dwell in my house, no one who speaks falsely will stand in my presence. First Timothy four 1 two. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. First Corinthians fifteen thirty three thirty four. Be not deceived, evil communications corrupt good manners. Awake to righteousness and sin not for some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much.
1: People of God hear the word of the Lord. Dr. Sai, would you please give us a brief brief description of exposing Satan's tricks and traps?
0: Amen. Thank you so much. Um, yes, today uh, we're going to be focusing on Satan's bag of tricks and traps. Uh, Satan knows uh, that it's the people choice. However, Satan don't tell them the consequences that come with their choices, and that's what we're to do. Amen. Jesus died on the cross. Uh, he did what he was supposed to do. Now we have to do what we're supposed to do, and, and that's what we're doing. We're going to snatch Uh, the people out of Satan's trap. And I want to talk about the different traps. Uh, I want to talk about your conscience being shared. I want to talk about uh, the deception, Uh, deception and abomination, deception and false gods, deception and lying. And I really want to get into that and also the trap of feelings and flesh, feelings and flesh, as well as the trap of sin addiction, Sin addiction, because the devil trying to get you addicted to sin, so he can keep you in bondage. And uh, Marcella read uh, Revelation twenty-one and eight. Amen. But the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burned with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And I just want to just expound because uh, that's where I want to bring the focus at. I wanted to uh, define that particular verse, but the fearful, the, the cowards and the doubters, the unbelieving, the abominable. The vile, the dreadful, the evil, and the wicked, the murderers, the killers—people uh, are part of today's mass shooting and and gang's killing and violence killing and race killing. Satan don't care about how you kill; he just wants you to kill because Aaron when you kill them and they're not saved, he gangs their souls uh also the humongers, uh the sexual sins and the sorcerers those who practice magic and arts and the the sorcery the uh, uh those that palm readers and and all that stuff uh the idolaters those who worship false gods uh uh islam and buddha and hinduism and all the false gods Every false god, uh, 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 the Bible talks about that. I want the liars. And, you know, the devil gets so many people with that. Uh, so many people get weak in that area. But the Bible says all liars, uh, those who tell all kinds of lies. So, yes, the white lies, the blue lies, the green lies, the uh, uh, all liars are going to help their part. And I really want to get into that because the Bible says the lake uh, that burneth with fire and brimstone. Uh, so they was cast. After all this is over, at the end of the day, uh, they're going to be cast into the fiery uh, lake, uh, burning with like coals, like charcoal. When you get ready to barbecue, and you put the charcoal on, and that. Chaco, is stir stuff. Uh, it arouses the heat, and you can see the redness coming from that heat, and that's a pretty much seeing what the brimstone is going to be like in the second death. And after the commercial, I want to talk about the traps. I want to get in detail of the sheer uh, conscience, and uh, uh, because that's really dangerous. I, I want to get into the deception, uh, letting people know about the abominable trap and and, and the false guys and the idolaters and the lions. Uh, the liar's trap, the, the feelings, the flesh, uh, the sin addiction uh, that cover the fearful, the unbelievers, the murderers, and, and the sex addiction uh, that caused people to be under that whoremonger uh, trap. So it's a lot of traps out there that the devil have, and we're going to expose those traps in the name of Jesus. And so if someone is caught in that, that they know how to get out. Amen. Get out while you can get out. Don't stay in, because the longer you stay in that, the devil get a stronger hold on you, and it become harder and harder and harder for you to get out, and that's what we want to talk about. Thank you so much. God bless you.
1: Women of God, thank you so much. People of God, this uh, is the kind of thing that we want to make sure that our children and our cousins and nieces and nephews uh, need to hear. So if they're in the house today, turn it up, because we all need this. Man of God, Apostle Curry, please, I, I I know that five minutes is not a long time, but just you, give us a brief description before we go to this commercial. But um, I, we know that you can do great things in five minutes. So bless us now. Amen. God bless
2: you. You know, I, I want to say this right quick. Amen. It's, you know what? My wife worked at the bank. And at the bank, they learn how to know real money. And they know how real money looks. They know how real money feels. They know the imprint of real money. So that means that any time somebody has false money or counterfeit money, they will be able to tell at the bank because they've been dealing with the real. And man, got the net. Don't want to spend a lot of time with talking about uh, so much of, of safety and tactics but well, we want to talk about the real, because when you know the real, anything that's false is going to be exposed. And and, and that's why at the bank, they, they know how real money is. They know how it feels. They know uh, they can tell by touching it. They can tell by looking at it that if there's a colorization to it. So they study real money so they can expose counterfeit. And that's what we need to know. As we have the spirit of discernment, and I have been talking on a couple of other, other broadcasts, about having a, a key discerning the spirit. We cannot expose, we cannot uncover the devil unless we have the spirit of discerning. And I'm not only coming to discerning the spirit only, to discern God's spirit, to discern the devil's spirit, and even to discern your spirit, but I want you to have a discerning of the word of God. And you're going to find out as men, back to men, begin to unveil, and again, the peel is like an onion. The devil always used the word of God. Everything he said he, he's a connoisseur. He's an imitation of God. So he would use the word. And it so many different denominations, so many kind of religions, because the, the devil took the word and distorted the word, making it ease. eat. Said, did my God say this? Did my God say this? Well, I want you to know how we're going to the devil. We're going to know that the devil, since he used the written word, but you know what? He don't use the rhema word. What's the difference between the written word and the rhema word? The written word is, 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 is the logos. The rhema is the spoken word. The logos is the said word. The rhema is the saying word, the spoken word. Amen? So the logos, it could be the, uh, the uh, past tense of what God said. But the rhema is the present tense of what God is saying. And the devil can always use John Word, like he has been using different religion and denominations, but he's an imitator, he's an imposter. So, this what we need to know, like police officers today, police officers today, they have plain, uh police officers. They look like you, they're just like you, they may have a police car. And they may be in an in, in area looking like everybody in the hood and everything like that, but when you do something wrong, the person that you thought was like you, you're going know, to find out they was undercover, and they began to arrest you, and that's going to happen so much. And that's what the devil's doing. The devil's not coming to us, missionary, as a red suit with a uh, a long tail and a fork in the skin. No, he's come as a dressed as she called it. And as the of this, we're going to begin to address that and be able to dismantle, unmask, and uncover the devil. Thank you.
1: Amen. Thank you so much, uh, Apostle Alonzo, because... When we know the truth, hallelujah, we won't accept the lie in Jesus' name. Thank you so much. Well, we are going to go to our first commercial, but stay with us because we will be back with more of these hot topics.
4: God is waiting for the body of Christ to merge together and act on 2 Chronicles 7.14. The If My People prayer line is now in effect. It first starts with the body of Christ leading the way. We are asking every Christian to pick a day of the week to help build mass numbers of voices under open heaven. God is listening on the prayer line. Report to duty and obey God's order of If My People. Starting with the saints to be examples for the world. Jesus asked, Will you pray with me one hour? Join the prayer line. We are praying for this nation every night at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. The prayer line is free. Call us at 877 352 5181. If you don't do it for yourself, do it for the loved ones in your life. Call to duty. God is calling. Answer the call. America for Jesus, tell a friend. End Time Outreach Network will give you a $25 cash gift if you tell three people what we are doing and they agree to help us. You can give the names of three-plus people and your recruiter agent can call or you can call them. Simply say, End Time Outreach Network is running a campaign to mail a salvation summons to every household in America. Why? To save lives. The End Time signs are clear. Our motto, America for Jesus. Ask, will you chip in $25 a month to help pay for postage? We as Christians must spread the gospel and keep this important witnessing campaign going. Once three people that you refer join, you are rewarded $25. It's that simple. Unlimited $25 cash reward per three referrals who join. Call us at 877-352-5181. All right, welcome back. Now,
1: Dr. Psy, we know that you have more to tell us, and we're excited about hearing it. So please share with us.
0: Amen. Thank you so much. Yes, I want to talk about the traps, the traps, uh, Satan traps. And I want to start off talking about a sheer conscience. Amen. A person with a sheer conscience is really Living a dangerous life. Amen. Killing uh, the conscience of sin uh, with no remorse and no uh, of your sins. And that's dangerous. Uh, the devil going to put a whole lot of stuff at you and, and people that's caught up in this where their conscience become shared uh, they played with the devil too long until um, uh, they really obtain a heart of sin and, and, and they used to feel bad when they sin. they used to feel bad and used to bother them but it comes to the point they done done it so much until now sin become a habit for them uh, meaning uh, sin have at attach itself to them uh their conscience has been sheared now on dangerous grounds putting themselves in jeopardy of being turned over to a reprobate mind and I I really want to focus that anytime that you lose your conscience and you can just go out and do stuff and it don't bother you anymore you're making the devil really happy because you're getting closer to that edge I also want to talk about the trap of deception abomination false gods lying and all that uh uh, one of the traps are uh, false gods, because the devil uh, he's putting this, uh, putting so many people in this trap, a false god, because they think they're doing okay because they are worshiping, but they're worshiping the wrong god. They're worshiping uh, a, a false god. Another of Satan's uh, trap: uh, worshiping any false god is an abomination sin. People. Um, they would know it if they read the Bible, uh, but so many people do not read their Bible. Uh, we have a lifetime to read the Bible. The Bible is basic instructions before leaving earth, so we have a lifetime to get to familiar with with the Bible. But Satan is yet trying to get more people to worship idols and false gods. Why? Why? Satan knows that if he can just get them to do that, that he got their soul in a trap false god continue to grow today Uh, it's roughly uh, uh, 1.9 billion uh, Islam uh, and 1.2 billion uh, Hinduism and these are false God not even listen all the other false gods that's out there but if you worship any false god any for that's abomination and we read that in Revelation 21 and 8 you are committing an abomination and the devil wants you to commit the abomination sin because because he get happy when you mess up because he wants you to die in in your sin. But can you be free and break free from the devil's trap absolutely. Thank God. We must inform people of their abomination sins. Not many people Christian want to witness to people that's caught up in in false religion, but they have a soul too and we have to inform them. Many don't even realize that they doing anything wrong, but until we tell them, uh they they're going to still continue to walk down the wrong road, that road that will lead them into destruction. Amen. Also, the trap of deception, lying uh, by smooth talk and flattery, they deceive people' minds. People uh, who do not serve Jesus or pretend to be believers. They are wolves in sheep clothing. The Bible said that that's going to happen. They give words that sounds good, words that sound fair speeches and uh, and. Deceiving the hearts of the simple, uh, the simple-minded, the carnal-minded, the weak-minded people, and that's why we are to put the Bible tell us: "Be not deceived. Uh, do not be deceived, meaning uh, to make someone believe something that's not true. To practice deceit, also uh, to give a false impression, appearance can deceive. Uh, do not be deceived, a trap, so that you would not inherit the kingdom of God. And that's the bottom line. That's what the devil is working hard because he do not want them to inherit the kingdom of God be not deceived and and people need to know that this is in the word in 1st Corinthians 6 9 through 10 be not deceived neither fornicators nor idolaters nor adulterers nor uh nor abusers people that abuse in themselves uh, in mankind nor thieves nor covetous, nor drunken I want to hit drunken because a lot of people would say nothing wrong with drinking. You can drink. The Bible don't say that you can't drink, but the Bible do tell us that these the drunkens is going. Uh, they would not inherit the kingdom of God. And so, so what you take a, a drink, but the devil how to know how to get you hook on it. And once he gets you hook on it, the Bible have many scriptures uh, talking about drunken people. Say, well, Jesus turned water to wine. Yes, but it was not alcohol in the wine that he turned. Amen. Today they have chemicals in the these drinks and, and cause people to kill people and get drunk God is not in none of that and we have to really understand and also uh, people uh, with a uh, verbal abuse and the Bible talks about revilers uh, talking about those that abuse abuse people with their mouth amen and in the, in the word of God goes on as, as sorcerers and and they would not inherit the kingdom of God. So you have like crazy sins such as torture and abuse of, of human being and torture and abuse children and animals. And these things is happening today, people is constantly, you find on the news, sex trafficking, and you find where the, the children is being abused, all different directions, being abused. And the Bible talks, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Do be not deceived. God is not marked. God the Father. yeah, Yes, people will try to attempt to mark him, but keep in mind they are deceiving themselves. God cannot be marked. Sinners attempt to mark God. And, when, and, and many of them would do that by acting as, if God do not even exist, that's dangerous. Uh, they will experience the wrath of God. So, so much stuff is going on. Another trap is feelings and flesh. The devil likes to work in your feelings, and he likes to work in your flesh. And the sex trap that the devil have, has, uh, and, 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 you know, one of the largest uh, traps that the devil have is sex uh, trap. And you have people that are a uh, Addicted to sex, addicted to it in the flesh, dealing with the flesh, and one of the biggest tricks the Bible even talk about the lust of the flesh, which hit the flesh, uh, your fleshly desires of of sex and sinful pleasures, and the devil if he can just get into your your he know that that people like to enjoy their flesh and like to live in their flesh. And we have to keep this flesh under control because this flesh will get out of control. Nothing good is in the flesh. If you do not bathe it, it will sink. This flesh will get out of control if you don't control it. The devil used it to trap us to sin, but he's alive. Trap simply mean that he make it really hard to break free from. And and that's why we have to continue to walk in the spirit. But we look in today's world and we see the sex trap and that what the devil is doing, he is planting addiction in his sin, causing it hard for people to not sin. Uh, it, it's hard for them to stop sinning. You cannot get enough of sin because you hook on sin. And the more that you do it, uh, the stronger that the devil get a hold on to you. The sin that urge you to keep on coming back for more. Fornication is a sin that Satan uh, uh, don't want people to talk bad about. But people know that they are entrapped in that sin. and, and But they think that it's okay because sex is natural and, and everybody is doing it many believers and unbelievers get weak in this sin God's grace is grace if you do not abuse it, you can use it, but you cannot abuse it. If you make a mistake, you have to repent. Amen. You cannot practice sin. You cannot uh, premeditate your sin and then say that you're going to repent later. You can't say I'm going to I'm going to sin on the 18th, on the 21st, and then I'm going to repent. God knows your heart, and He knows if your heart is, is, is wicked. However, we must still deal with the consequences that came with that sin of sex. You have STDs, you have AIDS, you have pregnancy. Uh, When you ask, then you're going to ask yourself, was it worth it? What's it worth? It uh, sex is beautiful when it's done right. When it's done in the Lord, Hebrews thirteen and four. It says the Bible say marriage is honorable in all, and a bed under foul, But whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. Marriage is the way God planned that sex, uh, or should I say, love making? Because you become love is in. It's not that flesh. It's the love. Too many people today are trapped in sex. No love, just sex. Too many. Many people have sex with people that they don't even know their name. They don't even know their last name. Many people, uh, they call up in this, and, 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 and a lot of people don't even know anything about a person, but, yes, they land with a person. This person can be a killer. They can be a robber. They can have AIDS. They can have uh, uh, violence. Uh, they can have all kind of stuff going on in them. To them, it's just a one-night stand. But what you don't realize, that man just deposit in you Spirits. Spirits. When people uh, wonder why are they acting strange and people wonder, what's wrong with you? Why are you acting like that? Uh, Sex. Spirits are real, and people don't realize that. But that's how the devil deposits his poison in folks and get them all messed up. We better know. And we do it God way, God's way. We don't have no problem. The devil will work in feelings and in temptation. The, uh, defeat the devil with the sword. Amen. Thank God for the sharp sword, which is the word of God. That's how we're going to defeat the devil, the powerful word. Know the word. Uh, know what's written in the word because it becomes your bullet. Amen. The word of God becomes your bullets because that's what you're going to fight with. The lust of the eyes uh, uh, desires things. a uh, Sin agrees. And, and that's how the devil works. Each of us, we have to deal with temptation on a regular basis. Uh, uh, it, it's not uh, a sin to be tempted. It's sin when you yield to those temptations. And people need to realize just because the devil bring it to them don't mean that they have to act on it. Another way that the devil work on folks uh, he makes you uh, make you like insecurity and frustration uh, that work against you uh, he wants to uh, do a quick uh, cause you to do a quick uh, lash out even at your loved ones you get all frustrated and you're going to lash out of somebody and people will lash out at the, the ones that's closest to them the devil have planted hurtful seeds into you and you really have to watch that he reminds you of your hurtful past amen uh, taking the responsibility off of yourselves. And so you won't blame yourselves. You want to blame somebody else instead. But you got to blame the devil. It's the devil. So we have to recognize the real enemy, which is Satan. Uh, uh, the feeling of guilt, shame, and uh, condemnation make us sometimes feel isolated. So he can play in your mind and cause you to go into a depression mode. I'm just talking about the tricks and the tactics of the devil. Unaware that in Satan schemes. We look at others uh, thinking uh, that people is out to get us, and the devil just playing around in your mind. Satan will hide behind the scene; No one would never notice that he the one causing this division. We have to recognize the real enemy who is the devil. Uh, Satan used so many uh, strategies uh, that affect Satan so many people. Uh, It's to the point even uh, 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 people can't even really understand what's Going on when stuff happened today they will want to blame God why did God let that happen but they not blaming who's really doing it they will put the blame on God instead of blaming the devil who causing all this stuff and then he will go and hide behind the scenes Satan is trying to hinder God's plan and God's perfect for your life God have a purpose for our lives and here you the you to hurt you I said Satan will use you to hurt you uh, uh, we have to really really realize he want us to feel separated from God so that God goodness that he done will feel voided in our lives. You are not separated from God. The enemy used fear to keep your keep you de- depressed and your depression growing, but the devil is alive. Satan make you feel tired and, and powerless and just drained, beat down, where you don't want to fight anymore, where you just want to give up. And that's what he will try to get in your head to make you give up, and, and the, the trick of the devil, the devil been putting it in your head to go in, on that bridge and, and then tell you the to- Plant some flowers by that bridge and just look at the water and get you to just stare at the water so that he can start talking Then he'll say well, you're a good swimmer. Just 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 try it just one time And, and just just jump and just jump and you're going to be able to dive and the devil put stuff in your head And you're not thinking because you already uh, messed up in the head because he doesn't mess you up in the head uh, And now you're already ready to give up and the devil told tell, he tells so many people that they can go head on and commit suicide Suicide and they would be out of that problem. That's the biggest lie that's ever told. Because the devil knows if you commit suicide and you are not saved, that's an instant ticket to to hell. Uh, and the devil's telling people today, go ahead and commit suicide and you can repent later. How can you repent? You're dead. So we know that the devil is a lie and the fathers are die- lies. Uh, uh not only stealing uh, your life from you, but he's doing it right under your nose. You are allowing the devil to make decision for you. Come on now. We have to be aware of things that's important in our lives. The devil get away with his tricks because people is just not aware of what's going on. So we want to we want to stump the devil's head. We don't want the devil to get control over our minds and he likes to work in the minds and he loves to work in people who are depressed and, and feel real bad and he have a a, a a, what they call a pity party going on. But you have to shake it off in the name of Jesus that God
1: is on your side. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, Dr. Sai. Thank you for uh exposing Satan's tricks and traps. And I just I know that there are a few people who have been thinking about and praying about but they have been afraid to talk with someone about it. So now hear the word of the Lord. God has sent his word now to deliver you from destruction in Jesus' name. Apostle Curry, men of God, speak to us. Well, well
2: once again, I, I have to say this. The precious gift of the discerning spirit, you have the text of God. You have the people of God. You have the discerning spirit. But you have to discern the word of God, too, because you've you got to understand this that a, a lot of cultive movements was movements that, that was uh, using the word of God, but they was distorting the word of God. They was manipulating something that Jesus said from the written word. The letter kill it, but the spirit give life. But Jesus said this in John chapter 10, verse 4 and 5. For my sheep know my voice, but a stranger they will not follow. What does that say to you? He getting my sheep know my voice, not my word, not my word only. Yes, it's good to know the word of God, but you got to know the voice of God. And how does the voice of God come? It come under the inspiration of the spirit of God. Now, if if everything the devil tells you that's written and says that's for you, you got to discern it by the spirit of God. The Bible says that there are many spirits going on to the world, many voices. But it says try the spirit, prove the spirit. Cast the spirit and see rather than be of God. Jim Jones of Waco, Texas was another great accosted. He used the word of God and killed millions of believers that was following him. Uh, Jim Jones was a, a Pentecostal teacher and he used the word of God and caused people to drink of something that was dead and chemical and using sugar. And a lot of them died. Many of them died. So he said, My sheep know my voice and a stranger they will to follow. And the devil always knows that as a believer, as a saint of God, he know he can't get you in the world to sin, commit adultery, uh, fornicate or on drugs and all that, but he'll try to get you with the word of God. To try to get you to have something that's not under the inspiration of God. Say what, what you do this? And I see a lot of people that, that have a zeal but not according to knowledge. They had a zeal for they made shipwreck in the faith. And Paul said this, my beloved. I would not have you ignorant of Satan's device. His cunningness, his craftiness, his subtlety. And missionary, I must say this. What are one of the greatest tricks that the devil used? One of the greatest tricks that the devil has been using for centuries and decades, he trying to convince the people that he don't exist. Hallelujah. He's trying to get people that he don't exist. So when he gets you to know that he don't exist, then the second greatest thing he do, the greatest trick the devil uses, he trying to give, convince people that God don't exist and they are God. And so when they say that God don't exist, they say they are God, then what we are dealing with? We are dealing with the spirit of humanism, the spirit of socialism, the spirit of communism the spirit of Antichrist. When you say I'm a God, that means you're going to do what you want to do. And what you're going to do? You're going to say I am control of saying what's good and what's evil. And that's why I can call good evil and I can call evil good. Because why are the eyes of man that seem right, but the end there. It's death and destruction. So the evil calls people to say, well, you God, you don't need no God. Just be what you want to be. Make yourself how you want to feel. And whatever's right what to you, just do it. Shake it like it's hot. duck it like it's hot. You know, he, he, he can all that brain stuff in them. And he deceives them, saying you are God. And that's what happened in the tree of knowledge and good and evil. When Adam and Eve partake of that, then they was no longer getting the knowledge and revelation and insight from God. They didn't need the mind of Christ. So they said, well, Lord, we'll take this one ourselves. We'll see what's in ourselves, what's good, what's evil. And that was the day that man and humanity fell very greatly. And they said the heart and imagination of the heart of a people continue to be evil and evil and evil. Now, look among us today. Look at the news today. Look at the newspaper today. The hearts of the people are so gross and darkness because why? The Bible said in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of those that believe not unless the light of a glorious gospel who is the image of God shall shine unto them. And that's what he do. He blinds you. That's how he, he snares you. That's how he ensangles you. And when he blinds you, it's just like a, a cow, it's just like a, a, a spider. A spider out of himself. A spider under himself. He brings out of himself has prey. The entanglement of making a spider web, it comes from a spider. So that means that whatever a praise, that he anyone anyone use his well to cause you to get entangled. And whether it's a website, whether it's TV, amen, as uh, uh, Dr. Annette has said, he used all kind of stuff. And believe it or not, that you shall be ashamed of yourself. Saying you are a Christian, but you still have superstition. And you see a cat a black cat going across the road, then you're going to say, oh, i got to turn my car around because I'm going to be cursed. Then you say, if a bird fly in my house, oh, that means something's going to happen. That means if I break a glass or a mirror, that mean all oh, bad luck is going to happen. Oh, Lord, what should I do? That means if I split a tree in half and grow the wrong way, how can bad's going to happen? And then the devil got a, a destiny to lie that if somebody died in your family, he said, oh, all right, you ready know, and they always come three in a row, so you always look for two more to die, yeah. <laughs> Inquiring of Satan What are you doing I see you going To and from the earth Seeing who you can devour Have you have Already considered My servant Job That man that fear God and is true evil Have you ever seen him But God showed That even Satan Is traveling He's trying to find A who's Or open Pray that he can Assassinate your character, assassinate your life. Hallelujah. But you know, every time Job had something missing, he thought God was doing that. He was not conscious of Satan. He said, Well, if God it away from me, well, if the Lord given, it, the Lord take it away. So if God, you take it from me, take it away. He never was conscious of the devil. And then he said this, when things start coming and, and he losing all this, then he said, well, well, if I came in this world naked, well, I'll leave out naked. He thought God was taking it. He was conscious of the word we have today. We have the word today, we have tapes today, we have videos today, we have DVDs today, we have church on every corner today, but do you still know the tricks and the vile tactics of the devil? And the only thing, missionary, another thing we need to know. The devil always uses facts and not the truth. And that's how you get people. Give you have enough facts to have you to be caught up in the spider web. Well, listen, listen to this. The devil said Snow is white. That's fact. Snow is white. That's fact. But the truth is, snow is crystal. When it melts, it's not white. It's crystal. So the devil got you right there. See, that's a castle lady right there. Then he would say this, that the sun is yellow. And he say, that's fact. The sun is yellow. But the truth is, the sun is white. But through the elements and through the universe and through the atmosphere, when it penetrates on earth, it appears yellow. See, he got you right there. And then you say, the devil says, I am, I am the moonlight. And you say, that's sex. That is the moonlight. But the truth is, that's not the moonlight. It's the sunlight. And the sunlight reflects to the moon. It's not the, uh, the moon light. It comes from the sunlight. And he always imitates himself, a minister, as, as a light. He comes to you as a light, but he's not the true light. Jesus Christ is the true light. Hallelujah. We got to know that as a magnet, a magnet, you say, well, the devil have power. Do you want to believe that? The devil have power. The devil can use different device. He can use different cuttings, different tricks, different tactics. But the power comes from those that don't know their legal right and position of authority in Jesus Christ. Now, what, what, well, I will show you an example. When you have a magnet, a magnet has a drawing element in it, it have a force element. But the only power that a magnet has is something of its kind something that has the same element, something that has the same chemistry that caused the magnet to be able to draw back. Now, you can take a magnet and you can get a nail. And that magnet would draw that nail, or you could take a little piece of metal, and that magnet would draw that. But then you would put that magnet against you. And he said, "Well, it don't have no drawing power. Why? Because it's the only power that the devil can trick, or bamboozle you, or kidnap you, or deceive you, is when you allow something that he has to be able a drawing force to be able to cause you to be entangled. So that's why when you deal with the devil. The best way to deal with the devil is not to deal with him at all. The best way to deal with the devil is don't deal with him at all. Because what he trying to do, he gotta find curiosity. Curiosity can kill a cat. Curiosity that he has. Look at this eat long enough. And when she looks long enough, what she begin to do, she begin to have a craving for it. She begin to have a drive for it. She begin to have an appetite for it. She begin to have a, a passion for it. Now I got a crave and having a desire and having a passion. Now I going to touch and eat and be partake of it. And that's how the devil do. That's how the devil has caused so many people to get entangled and seduced by his ability, which you don't have no ability of what you give him. That's the only ability he has. So when he came as a serpent. Praise God. He came subtle and something about a snake. When you see a snake moving upon the ground, you can't tell if it's coming or going. You can't tell the head from the front to the bottom. And that's how the enemy, he has a serpent snake. But you notice this, and I'm going to say it again. Notice that he said that you shall have no power at all, except you shall eat all your days the dust of the earth. What are you made from? What is your flesh made from? Your flesh is made from the dust of the earth, and that's the only realm. Satan have power. That's the only realm Satan have authority. And when he got Adam and Eve to expose their naturalness, he said, now I see you because that's the area that I have control. Before you was hitting God, I didn't know where you was at. And you didn't know where you was at because you were hitting God. You was naked and out of shame. But now I know what you had. And now I'm going to make you naked and ashamed. And you're going to try to hide yourself. But you know that fig teeth will never hide what the work of the flesh can do. And that's why we have to walk in the spirit of discernment. And I'm standing right now, say to God, when you play with fire, you will get burned. When you play with fire from the enemy, you will get burned. We listen to you t- at your head, all guys. Don't play with fire. You'll get burned. I'm not saying this. I don't want you to underestimate the devil, and I don't want you to overestimate the devil. But I want you to know the things he used and the technique he used it become a stronghold where it will blind you and it will devour you and when it will destroy you. Yet he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Anytime he can say that something is good and he say, no, you see it as evil, then he contaminates the spirit that's in you and cause your well to be polluted and contaminated. Bait is what? A bait is like when you get a hook. When you want to catch a fish, what do you do, missionary? You'll find out what bait the fish will draw to. Everybody uses kind of whatever kind of bait they use, but they know what kind of fish they want to catch. And when they want to catch the fish, they are bait according, and the fish will be able to be enticed by the curiosity of his own flesh. What do you want to do when you want to catch the mouse? You'll get him cheese, and you'll put it in the snare of a rat, a rat crab, a mouse trout. And you know when he comes and he partake of it, and when he bite into it, when he takes into it, then he's caught, and he snare and he entangled how do you want to catch another child? You put some candy around. And they love candy. And when you put that around, and everybody has Halloween night, because the devil, hallelujah, he used Halloween night as a spirit of witchcraft upon the youth of the day. And he said, I want you to bait the kids with candy. And all over, all over the police department, fire department, the hospitals, everybody in the block is giving candy. But the devil's praying having all his riff craft sorcery to pray over the kids and some of the time they used to put a regular lady apples. Sometimes they lose some poison candy and causing candy. But all people that, that's a witchcraft they pray for that particular certain day of things and spells upon children. Oh saints we gotta wake out of our sleep, hallelujah, and know that it's so many triggering that the devil used. He always used the word of God and things to cause entertainment. So I want you to know like like uh Marcella read. Marcella read some very important. And lastly, this, she said evil communication corrupt good manner. What is that saying? The same thing with birds of the flutter flock together. When you know, say, well I, lied, well, I ain't dealing with the devil. Oh, I don't mess with the devil. But you know what? Your communication or who you keep company with, it will make known. That the devil knows if he keep you in his neighborhood, keep you entangled in a spider web, no matter what you say with your lips, he know you right in a place of dominion and authority and control when he would cause you to be bamboozled and kidnapped and shanghai by his power. But when Jesus went among sinners, he was not going among sinners to congregate with them, but he was going among them to be a doctor, to be a physician, and he said, those that are sick need a physician. Those are come not to call the righteous, but the sinner to repentance. The light is made not for light, but the light is made for darkness. And so have an influence mechanism. So I understand that we have more influence than the devil, but the devil have blinded the mind. So we got to let the light of God shine, who is the image of God to shatter them. And when the light in them, we expose. When we walk in the light, we expose the devil. We uncover the devil. We dismantle the devil. We disarm the devil. Hallelujah. And he has no power at all. And that's why Job, when he got a revelation, an insight, he said, God, I have known you by the hearing of the word.
1: going to hear, there, every one of us, at some time, we want to hear the Lord say to us, well done. So let's listen to our brother, Hedon, communicate that anointed song to us. Well done. We'll be back.
5: I just want to make it to heaven I just want to make it in oh, I just want to cross that river oh, my Lord. I want to be free from sin Oh
1: Second Chronicles 7 and 14 says, If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. People of God, I want to invite you to join us on the prayer line where we're building mass voices to God under open heaven and we would love for you to add your voice under open heaven praying for our nation and for your loved ones and you can call us right now at 877 877- Three five two five one eight one, and tell us you want God to hear your voice under open heaven. God is listening. Apostle Curry and Dr. Cy, uh pastors who we acknowledge with their congregation, each night, seven nights a week, we are on the prayer line, praying for our nation, for our family, for our friends, for our loved ones. So join us; it's very important. You want to be in that number. Glory to God. Now, Doctor Sai, uh, we've t- you've helped us so much with the traps of Satan, his tricks, and his traps, you have truly exposed Satan. And I know that there are people who have been set free today just by hearing and receiving the word of the Lord that has come forth. And I want to ask you if you want to give us just a takeaway before we go into our next commercial just one thing that you would like for us if we don't remember anything else what is it that you want us to take away woman of God
0: oh uh, we are living indeed in the close to the end of time okay first uh, Timothy 4 1 through 2 come to mind now the spirit speaking expressly that in the latter times in the latter times which are the days today that we're living in now Some shall depart from the faith, amen, giving heed to seducing spirits, amen, Uh, and seducing spirit is going on really strong now, and it simply means to draw aside, to entice from the path of righteousness in any matter, by flattery, by promises by bribes, and anything else that the devil will use to tempt and lead to iniquity, to corrupt, to be ruined. And that's what we have to watch because those seducing spirits simply mean an arc of flattery, falsehood, deception. Amen. The doctrine of devils that the Bible talks about, the policy and principles of devils, the rules of devils, the guidelines of devils. Amen. And so the Bible says, speaking lies, saying him uh, two-facedness, dishonesty, deception, having their conscience sheared to be torched, to be blackened with a hot iron. And so that's what we have to watch. And the Bible tells us, be not deceived, even evil communication corrupt good manners. And he said, to awake to righteousness and sin not. For some have not the knowledge of God. Some people just don't know, but you have to read the word. I speak this, your shame, shame on you! If you do not know what God is saying, Amen. And so many people caught up in vengeance, revenge, and I want you to uh, keep in mind the devil try to work in, in revenge uh, because he know uh, that he can get you mad enough. Uh, he know that, uh, knowing eventually that you're going to get, you going to kill or you're going to be killed, uh, and others because of a rage of uh, vengeance. Uh, knowing that unbelievers who are killed due to a uh, revenge, he get their souls. He knows that. When you kill an unbeliever, uh, you are sending them straight to hell. Uh, the Bible said, vengeance is mine, says the Lord, I will repay the scripture that we need to use when we get angry. And we just have to just know what the Word of God said. The Bible said, vengeance is mine, amen, and the devil and his deception, even in his flesh, and, and, and nothing good in his flesh. And Satan knows that nothing is good in his flesh. He knows that people enjoy filling the feeling of the flesh, and even little stuff that we think nothing about, Eating is a necessity, but it also become a curse if we do not have control over it. We are supposed to eat to live, but Satan have made many live to eat. They can't wait to eat. They planning what they're gonna eat. But when we live to eat, we're surviving. We. Put on the right uh, uh, food within our bodies, amen. So, because we our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost, and we are to be careful of what we put in it. So, it's a lot of things that we don't want to cause harm on ourselves because we're doing stuff that we have not not supposed to do with our own bodies. And when we put the right uh, food in our bodies, we're making ourselves healthy, so God can use us. So, it's a lot that we have to do, amen. And the Bible tells us of uh, what we have to do but we can, we can get through this and God just wants those that maybe fell along the way and they have fallen and came short. He just wanted us to have a contrite, uh, a sorrowful heart of our uh, offenses of sin and just repent. Once we repent to God, He loves us. He yes, standing there with His arms open wide. He knows what we're going through because He lives in this body but He also knows that you can live free from the uh, sin. You just can't yield and yield into to the devil in his temptation, and in the man of God, he he was saying earlier about um, the counterfeit, the counterfeit. And once you know the real, you, you don't have to worry about the counterfeit. You know, uh, and we I used to have a mortgage company, and we had the sales team, and we had different incentives that we did, and, and we got a big paper bag, and we fill it up. We fill it up with fake money and real money. We cut the paper in the shape of of real money, and we ball them all up, put all together so we had 20s in there, 10s in there, 5s, one real money, and then we had uh, just paper in there, and it was ball, and we shook it up, and we had the sales rep to just stick their hand in the bag and pull out. Whatever they pull out belongs to them. And I was amazed that so many people did not know the texture of the real money. Some of them were just pulling out paper instead of money. But we had this one salesman, uh, this person knew the the, the feel of money, and he kept filling around in in the bag, and he got the feel. And once he got the feel right, he kept pulling out real money where others was pulling out paper. (laughs) So we have to know the real from the fake. Amen. And that's just what I want to say. Amen. But we don't want the devil to get the control. We don't want the devil to get billions of souls because that's what he's working on. He's building up his kingdom in hell with so many innocent people because they do not read the word, so they are not informed. And, and the devil wanted to keep people bound and yoke up. Amen. And he liked to corrupt the world with weak-minded folks and and he used bodies he used people to get his program we don't want the devil to use us amen so we want to fight the good fight of faith we want to see the devil in his tricks and his trap that we would not get caught up in his trap amen God bless you
1: thank you sister glory to God and thank you God for sending us the real thing your word to heal us and deliver us from the traps and the snares of the enemy. Now, man of God, give us a takeaway, please, sir.
2: Well, man, it was so much that was so much that was impacted concerning the word of God. So let's do this. Let's do this. Everyone that heard different tricks and different traps and different snares that the devil used, let's put on the whole arm of God. According, to Ephesians chapter six. Let's make it plain. Paul I'll let you know that, you know, as a believer, whether you know it or not, when you accept Jesus Christ, you are engaged into spiritual warfare. Amen. Is this not only for the fivefold ministry of apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastor, teachers? The, the the whole arm of God is for believers. Kind of devil against every believer. Not just the fivefold ministry, not just pastor, but he against every believer that walk and said they walk in the name of the Lord. And as we put on the whole arm of God, According to Ephesians chapter 6, and when you read down to 10 all the way down to 20, you're going to know how to be able to keep yourself free from the devil's tricks and traps. And that's what you're going to see in the book of Matthew chapter 4 that Jesus Christ was led by the Spirit of God into the wilderness or into spiritual boot camp to be able to deal with everything the devil can offer. The lust of the eye, the lust of the friend, the pride of life. Jesus spent 40 days praying and fasting, and he defeated the devil when well, he wore the devil out, well, the devil had to leave, but the devil only left for a season. I want you to listen to that word. Yeah, the devil leave, but he only leaves for a season, and he's just like that little boy at the, at the at at the baseball game. He'll come and offer you popcorn. When you want popcorn, he'll come after you pop, you don't want to pop here? Come off you candy cane here! Keep on coming till he find out what your curiosity at. where you find out where your weakness is, like Samson. So we got to put on the whole armor of God, and I want you to know something about this armor. You can go to bed with it. You can sleep with it. You can take a bath with it, or whatever. You don't never have to take it off. Cause the devil said, "Would well, you mind to take off your armor?" now. no, keep it on. As long as you in a civil body. On the whole arm of God, that you may be able to stand against the wilds and the devil and in the evil times and the days that still us right now. Thank you, Mr.
1: Thank you, man of God. Well, people of God. Praise on the Lord.
4: Boost your business, advertising the fourth largest city in the country of 4 million people. Get your church or business on the -the state-of-the-art LED mobile digital video billboard truck. See what's amazing looks like. EONS has set aside Mondays to help churches and businesses with a $200 special, limited time, limited spots. Call now to secure your spot, 877-352-5181. Experience a huge blessing for your church or business. Some people run from rush hour traffic. we run to rush hour traffic. Volunteers needed for our America for Jesus project. God has entrusted In Time Outreach Network with his divine soul winning operation plan. We are looking for volunteers to work in different departments in God's vineyard. It's something that everyone can do from online work to stuffing envelopes. We need your help to carry out God's operation. Go down in God's book of remembrance of being one of the ones who helped to win millions of souls to Christ, soldiers in the Army of the Lord. Call 877 352 5181.
1: Welcome back. And so now we are going to answer your end time questions. Miss Marcella, would you please read the first question?
3: Yes, ma'am. Why does God test us? Hmm.
1: Okay. Uh, Doctor Sai, would you answer that question, please?
0: Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes, we are tested. We go through tests. It's to make us why does God test us uh, it's necessary uh, for believers to grow uh, and mature um, if we never had a problem we wouldn't know that God could solve it we would not know what faith in God could do It's bring us stronger even to our witness because we have a testimony now our testimony uh, is more valuable to a sinner knowing that we've been through something that we've been through the test and trial and they can understand because many of us that God brought us out and they are struggling in that same thing that same arena so we're able to tell them that God can do it for them as well uh, God knows everything about you but you don't <laughs> and your tests and trials allows you to know uh, how well you can handle certain things it tells you if you are good at uh, enduring hardness as a good soldier or if you need to come up and be a stronger Christian, uh, this helps us to learn uh, what areas uh, that we need to improve. So uh, it's a good thing because you want um, to always be growing in God, and there are higher heights and deeper depths in God. And Christian and uh, who have the gift of the Holy Ghost can handle their tests easier than unbelievers and or those that do not have uh, the that. I'm Those who are not spirit filled, the key is only a test. You are not alone, Jesus is with you. You can uh, talk to Jesus during the process of your test. Jesus said, I never leave you, nor will I forsake you. He said, lo, I'll be with you always, even to the end of the world. So remember, uh, trials uh, becomes blessings. The bigger the test, the bigger the blessing. Uh, it helps us to grow spiritually. And, and sometimes we have to do what Jesus said. Jesus said, uh, deny yourself and take up your cross and follow me. Uh, Jesus went through, we're going to go through as well. Jesus had tests and trials that he had to go through. And, uh, but also the word, uh, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produced patience, but let patience have her perfect works in you. And, and, per, and it'll make you perfect. The more you go through, the better you
1: become. God bless you. Amen. Thank you, Sister. God bless you. That's wonderful. Apostle Curry, why does God test us?
2: Amen. For those that's Mary, let me say this to those that's Mary. You know what? When you, when you stand out before the preacher and you look in your very best and you smile at his face, he smile at your face, I want you to listen to the vow, for better, for worse, and rich and poor, and sickness and health to death do your part. There y'all smiling, grinning on your way to the honeymoon. But I want you to remember that your marriage is going to be tested. So as your marriage is tested in the natural, so it is in the supernatural. God want to know will you be committed to the vows that you made unto him as well as the vows you made to your spouse. And you know what? <laughs> Sometimes people don't remember that. <laughs> you know, you have to people, did you just say for better for worse, rich and poor, sickness and health? They said, yeah, but I didn't know it was going to be like this. But God wanted to know. <laughs> he wanted to know, is your skin thick enough? He wanted to know, hallelujah, that, that you want to know that what's in your heart. And that's why I had used a missionary, a uh, job. The devil wanted to find out, said, well, he said, Lord, it's easy to serve. Anybody's easy to serve you when they're doing good. Job is wealthy. He got blessed in the land. He got cattle and all that. He's doing good and all that. Yeah, any, anybody can serve you, but let me take that from him and see what his true motive is. Let me see what his true interior is, you know. So he want to know. So by the devil being a devil, do he have access to do that? Well, God will say, yeah, take who my, my son, Job, who is sure evil, who walk in the Texas. I go ahead and try one out. So you should want to know, and you should want the devil to know, that you 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 know. And we always say, oh, Lord, I got a testimony. But I tell you, I never seen no testimony come without a test. I never seen no mess come out without a message. Praise God. Hallelujah. So I just say to y'all that the church of Israel was a hundred, a million, a church of Israel was led out of Egypt. And out of half a million, a church of Israel that was tested before they got into the promised land. The Bible said in Deuteronomy chapter eight, it said all these years, the Lord had led you through the wilderness that he may try thee and that he may prove thee and that he may test you and that he may let you know what's in your heart or not. And guess what happened? A lot of them failed the test and a lot of them died in the wilderness. Only Joshua and Caleb have proved the test. They had a different spirit. They believed a report and they entered into the promise of God. And that's what it is right now. I've got to say this really loud and clear. Everything that's precious on the earth, gold got to be tried in the fire precious precious but gold got to get tried to the fire diamonds that you love to wear around your neck like, run have it on your finger have it on your wrist you like diamonds and i but diamonds got to go to heart place diamonds come and birth out a heart place pearls you like pearls looking good but they pearls all over it and all that but pearls is brought out, out of a heart place most of the precious metal of the earth that have a value to it they have a wealth to it Always got to be tested. And that will make it have a value because when it's tested, it can stand the test of time. That's it, missionary.
1: Ah, thank you for reminding us. Glory to God. Thank you, thank you, thank you for reminding us, man, of God. Hallelujah. Now, Miss Marcella, would you please read this second question?
3: Certainly. How can I pray for this nation when there seems to be no hope?
1: That's where a lot of people are at, Dr. Cy. Would you please answer this question for us?
0: Amen. I'm here to report victory that it is hope. Keep hope alive. Never lose hope. The devil wants you to think there is no hope. Jesus, when he died on the cross, amen, for us, So we can have hope. And and even Hebrew 11 and 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, amen, and the evidence of things not seen. The evidence is that we don't see how this bad nation uh, that have turned against God, uh, we don't see the hope in that. Uh, But with faith, amen, with faith, amen, we are hoping for a better nation. Uh, Hope is not dead. Amen. Don't kill hope. Amen. It's true. Everyone uh, would not be saved. But millions of people will be saved. Have faith uh, for the million. Uh, amen. And even that your family members will be in the million. We want our loved ones to be included in the millions. And not just 1000000 i I'm going to say billions. Uh, you know, we got to say billions. In the world, I believe it's about 8 billion people in the world. And uh, and, and we know we did this is the statistic on the, uh, uh, the different uh, false religion, and those numbers are high. Uh is almost too uh- Billion uh, with uh, Islam, I think it's 1.9 billion. But at the same time, it's more Christians. It's more Christians. It's over two billion Christians. Uh, so you know, uh, God is going to do uh, something, and I hope. And, and even with this country, that's why we pray, and uh, we have to follow up on Second Chronicles 7:14, and it's on the body of Christ now, Amen. Because the Lord have made a promise to us, Amen. And we gonna how to apply. And we're going to have to stand but he said if 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 so it's still hope because he said if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal the land amen that's why we pray so if means is hope, but it's something now that we, the body of Christ, have to do. We can't just rely on the world. Uh, They're not going to just turn uh, from their wicked ways until we, the body of Christ, go and, and educate them and let them understand. So we as the people of God have a duty, amen, to preach the gospel, a duty to go and reach them. And once we reach them and God will convict them and they will turn from their wicked ways, they will humble themselves so it's now in the hands of the body of christ so let's pray for the body of christ that we would get up and do something that we would do what we supposed to do for so long the body of christ had been sitting on i would do nothing doing nothing now it's time to do something for the lord uh this is the perfect time to turn to the lord uh with quick death happening right now it's easy to be in the wrong place at the wrong time today it's easy to die salvation uh, in time, amen, for the rapture. Amen. When the rapture comes, we want people to make it. So, yes, we have to pray. And the Bible tells us the fervent uh, prayer of the righteous, available much, amen, and pray without ceasing. So it's something that we, the body of Christ, have to do. But we have hope. Keep hope alive. God bless you.
1: Thank you, Dr. Sy. Praise the Lord. You know the only hope we have is in Christ Jesus. Without him, we are hopeless. Apostle Alonzo Curry, how can people pray for this nation when there seems to be no hope? You know what?
2: You know, any, anybody would come up with anything anywhere near that. Me and Dr. Nett got to cut that down because we've seen the proof. In the pudding. We've seen God work through the raptors. We've seen God do the extraordinary. We've seen God do the supernatural. We've seen revival and transformation, but not only here in the United States soil, but in, in other countries. The movement of God is moving. So we're not going to allow you to put that alibi on us. It's not an excuse, and your excuse that you think you're using is not a reason. This needs to be addressed, amen, and we're going to address it. The First Century Church. Uh, they turned their world upside down. When they seen such a move and, and, and a movement of God among the first century church, they cried out, oh, these are they that come to us that turn the world upside down. Joshua then, Joshua was territorial. He was a mountain mover. He was a and shaker, world changer, running through trips and leaping over walls, amen, and taking over territories and even great moves. I, I was in uh, Mexico for three years. And I've seen such a great movement of God there among the cocktails, among the mafia, among the drug laws. Amen. The nation of the people turned it all, all around. And I was a part of some great movements there that had a great um, a movement of visitation, a great leaders, great soldiers there. So I tell you, even in Africa, people that I've known that, that moved to Africa among other countries, they experienced the movement of God. So the only question would be to you, what are you doing? Is that what God? doing. It's not doing. is what you are, are not doing. And, it, and, and, and Mitch, you know, I, I know there's only three classes of people in the church today. There's one class of people in the church don't know what's happening. They just don't know what's happening at all. And then the second class is watching for something to happen. They're waiting for something to happen, but they ain't doing nothing, but they waiting for something to happen because they know God's going to move, but they're they not being uh, participated, but they're being, they being spectators. Hallelujah. But the third class that's in the church, they make things happen. And that's the movement of God, having the ability to make things happen. There's no way if you are a planner of the word and you water the word of God, God promised that he would give increase. There's no way that you would not experience the movement of God when God said, Blessed are they that hunger and thirst at the right for they shall be filled. There's no way you can get away with that. Jesus said this, that I could not do any great miracles one and He was among the nations saying, I couldn't even do no miracles one and the It don't mean that he could not, but it said, it don't mean that he would not, but it means he could not because what? The people unbelief. They didn't believe Jesus. And because you didn't believe Jesus, Jesus had to go to another region of people that knew him in the power and the resurrection and the power of this demonstration. So he could not work the works of God. Could any good thing come out of Nazareth? That was the question of that. Could any good thing come out of Nazareth? Yes, it, something good could come out of Nazareth. He told Abraham, if there's 25 righteous in the city, i spare. If there's 15 righteous in the city, a them and more, I would spare. If there's 10, if there's five, five. It make a difference when it's so is in their position when the light is in their position it makes a difference when you're called to be a prophet that's able to turn the seat around and you're running like jonah you say lord i don't want to deal with this to these people wicked do you know who you you send me to you deal with, with the wicked people ungodly people but god says, no i send you to them because i want you to know that i'm dealing with their heart. but i need a spokesman i need a mouthpiece to begin to speak the word of god and they would not only be convicted but they would be converted Missionary, I ain't got no more to say. Case dismissed. You will not come in the presence of God with no excuse at all. And that's the way we're going to close this this End Time Network Hallelujah show. Bless you, missionary.
1: Amen. Man of God, thank you so much. There is no excuse, praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. People of God, we here at End Time Outreach Network have written a book entitled A step-by-step guide to what to do if you miss the rapture. It's a guide manual. This book will give you and your family members and friends the encouragement to make it. Once you read the book, uh, your life will change and your mind will be made up to make the rapture. And so, please, give us a call. We will make that book available to you today. And I know that there are many of you out there, you just... You're glad to get the help, the truth, the encouragement, the motivation that we've given to you so you can get up and run with it and make a difference in your community, in your church, and in your family. But I also realize that there are still people who have not given their heart to Jesus, and it won't be long. We're going to be leaving here and going home, and... If you want to make Jesus Lord of your life so you can be a part of that great calling when Jesus comes, we want to invite you to make Jesus Lord of your life. Dr. Sy, would you please help me with this?
0: Amen. Praise the Lord. This is what it's all about. Amen. Thank God that he allowed us to say the sinner's prayer. And if you are guilty of anything that we discussed today, it may be not what we discussed today, but you have sinned in your life, and or you just have not given your heart to Jesus. Jesus is here for you. Jesus loves you. He's willing and ready to forgive you from your sins. Amen. But keep in mind, uh, we're on the time clock because you have to accept Jesus into your heart because if you die without accepting Jesus, you're in trouble. If the rapture takes place and you have not accepted Jesus, you're in trouble. In trouble. So you want to go ahead on and give your heart to Christ now so that your soul would be secure. Amen. Amen. That's the reason. Amen. Jesus came into the world. Amen. He died for. For you amen he died on the cross for you he came to save the world that's why he was born amen and because he was born and he rose from the grave amen we held that right and because he gave us that right amen uh, repeat the what I say I, I, I want you to really focus now you're not thinking about me you just I'm going to give you the words but you have to put the feeling behind it because you're talking directly to Jesus and just repeat after me a lot Because the Bible says, thou confess with their mouth. Don't say it in your head. God gave you a voice, and you can talk. You open your mouth and confess. Say, dear Jesus, I come to you now. I realize I have sinned and messed up. I'm so sorry. Lord, please forgive me from all of my sins. Jesus, come into my heart and save me. I want to live for you. The rest of my life. From this day forth, I give my life to you. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. I'm no longer a sinner, but I belong to you now. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me, God bless you. You repeated that prayer, Amen. You are saved, and what I want you to do, I want you to get on the prayer line. I want you to call the prayer line, Amen. And we want to pray for you. I want you to call our office so we can send you some material that can bless you and help you in your new walk with Christ, Amen. I want to say congratulations to you. Now the devil's going to stick his nose up, expect it, and he's going to tell you you're not saved. You say, "I am saved in Jesus' name." Uh, don't go back into your sins. Don't go back doing the stuff that you used to do. And any chance you mess up, you hurry up and repent. But that's why you want to get on the prayer line so that you can uh, learn to pray and we can pray with you for your strength in the Lord because we're fighting an ugly devil. The devil don't want you to be saved, but he's still alive. You're saved now. And you guard your salvation. You protect your salvation. Don't let nobody steal your salvation. Don't let nobody steal your crime. Amen. God bless you. Love you so much. God is good. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I, I just gotta just enter. Uh, just want to let you know that God is love, and I want you to read the book of Acts, to the, the start with the first and second chapter, where it talks about the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost is going to lead and guide you in all truth, amen, and you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost, and that's what you need, that's what's going to protect you, that's what's going to cover you, is the Holy Ghost, you need the Holy Ghost, and it's a beautiful gift that Jesus will give you, all you have to do is ask for him, and, and ask God to take you through the sanctification process, amen. And when you be, uh, present your bodies to the Lord, a living sacrifice, and you sanctify, in other words, no more junk and no more mess in you, no more sin in you, that you will take off everything uh, that, that's not like God. And he will give you that beautiful gift of the Holy Ghost. God bless you. Back in the hands of, a man visionary, your Dean Hubbard. God bless you.
1: Amen. Thank you so much. And welcome, to the family of God. God bless you. Now, our goal is to win more souls than ever in history with the short time that we have to work. Our witnessing T-shirts allow us to win more souls. So we're offering free T-shirts when you refer people to the talk show or on the prayer line. Pick the the free T-shirt style of your choice from our T-shirt collection on our website. Lots of humoring, witnessing T-shirts to choose from. And join us on the prayer line where we're praying for our nation nightly. Tune in next Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for another talk show with Hot Topics. Please feel free to submit your questions online at org or call us at 877 352 5181. And thank you for listening to the talk show where we are reminding the saints soon and very soon we will be going to see the King where it is no longer just a saying, it's a reality. Father, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for information and guidance that you have set before us today. Lord, we thank you for such a talk show as this. Lord, help us to take what we learned today to prepare ourselves for your return. Help us to witness to others. God, I thank you for your special soul winning operation plan and the ability to help with the postage donation, to send salvation summits to every home in America. This gives households a chance to accept you, Jesus, and be saved. Touch the heart of the people and open their understanding to your word. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now, are you rapture ready?